Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broadus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation 2 to 7 p.m. Central Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre and post game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And uh, he is also the victim of having to study the New York Giants offense this <laughs> week. Uh, I mean, the football team as a whole. Uh, we'll get to the defense today and uh, take a look at the offense on our final show for this week. But, Brian, before we uh, dive into some of these storylines surrounding the Cowboys this week, how's it going? It's going well, Bobby. Thank you very much. You're right. Uh, but uh, I've kind of learned in the NFL, don't take anybody lightly bit, even though this team has problems scoring. And lately they've had problems giving up points. So uh, that's what we do. We sign up for the whole the – whole, uh, the whole dinner, and exactly. uh, we'll talk about the whole dinner t- today a little bit. Yeah, this isn't a buffet. You don't get to pick nah, and choose. You, you got to study it all. And you know uh, me, I love a buffet. I'm uh, all about the buffet. We, we all do. We all do, Brian. All right, so let's start off with some of these headlines uh, impacting the Cowboys this week before we get to the Giants' defense. Um, we'll lead off here first with uh, Martavis Bryant. I know we referenced it a little bit. Uh, on the show earlier this week. He is uh, joining the Cowboys for the rest of the season. Um, and and somebody who, you know, this is, as we mentioned the other day, he's not even in all likelihood at the same spot Josh Gordon was at when Josh right. Gordon returned to the field. And, and Josh Gordon had been away for a long time. Martavis Bryant has never been the player that Josh Gordon was. So it, it's good to probably temper expectations, have have reasonable ones for what this could be. Um, but Brian, what is what is your thought or expectation about what Martavis Bryant can potentially do here, and why the Cowboys made this move? Is this indicative of anything they think about the receiving core, or is it just a hey, we're buying a lotto ticket here? Yeah, I was told not to read anything to as far as what they think about the receivers. I think the lotto ticket is the best explanation. Uh, they're kicking the tires on a player that has some size, six four, two hundred fifteen pounds if he can still run like he once ran when he played, uh, there could be opportunities there. They're going to try and get him in shape. I saw him working on the field yesterday, I believe, with Britt Brown. I think that was him that was working. I, it, it looked very much like either him or Curse, you know, with that tall, long. <laughs> Those are the only two, yeah. Where if you see, if yeah, you see a tall, tall uh, long body guy, guy that, that's Yeah, I, cu- I couldn't really tell from walking into the star, but it looked like that Britt Brown was on the field working with him and trying to get him acclimated to getting back into football shape which he talked about 
But here's a guy that had, at one time had speed. He's got size. This is a kick-the-tire situation. Now the way that the what COVID football brought us was uh, expanded practice squads and veteran expanded practice squad players. It used to be a time where if you had so many years in the league, so many games played, you could not put a veteran player on a practice squad. And now with the way the rules have changed, the addition of, a, of more practice squad spaces – uh, you can do stuff like this. You can kick the changed tires for the better, by the way. That was a good I think it rule. absolutely changed for the better. So, you know, and you look at the situation, too, where the Cowboys have had some issues with uh, with red zone, uh, tight red zone. Is this a taller body down in those situations? Again, kick the tires for three weeks, watch him practice, watch him get in shape. You can elevate these guys three different times. Maybe you kind of got lightning in a bottle here on this one. Yeah, and, and look, he's somebody who incredibly talented has not played since 2018. Uh, I well, he's the, played like XFL and yeah, not other, NFL football, not obviously. NFL football. Yeah, yeah, and and so I, I mean, you're talking about a guy who the last time he played, I believe, was for the Raiders three weeks after they traded Amari Cooper to the Dallas Cowboys. So that's True. the reference for how long ago we're talking about Martavis Bryant last playing in the NFL. Um, but a guy with a, a lot of ability. Has never been able to stay out of trouble. That's been a, a big issue for him. Nick Eatman from DallasCowboys.com had mentioned with us on uh, 105 Through the Fan in the Morning Show on Wednesday. When we were asking him about it, what he thought about it, he he said, okay, he's like, I, I don't know. I have a hard time having any level of excitement about it because to me, I don't see how it's any different than the Antonio Callaway or Tack McKinley type of signing sure. we've seen recently. Yeah. Do you sure. think there's, do you, is that the category you'd put it in as Callaway and McKinley just uh Hey, let's see what they can do. Or we could make it T Y Hilton. If you want, you know, I they, mean, if you got, if you got what T Y Hilton gave you, which was a couple yeah, of big you catches, go. you'll take you that. Go. Yeah, there you go. Remember T Y Hilton. Once they kind of got him, uh, once they got him going and, you know, T Y Hilton had, you know, was not as far as removed from playing in the game. But, you know, yeah, the, the Cowboys have had some signings that have kind of scratched your head and you're wondering. But they figured it out. They figured out, well, the guy can, can no longer play, and they move on. But they've also I – mean, I mentioned a, a T.Y. Hilton. Well, they were able to, you know, get T.Y. Hilton, convince him. He comes in. I remember the – what was it, third and 30, and they throw the ball down the left yeah. sideline, and he catches against the Eagles for a huge play. Uh, there were a couple different uh, – he drew a pass interference penalty on one play at one time. Uh, you know, that's that's the hope right there. E- e- you're not you're not giving up a roster spot to take a look at this guy. That's, that's where we're at right now is that if in two, three weeks he looks like, wow, well, this guy is worth elevating. And maybe it is. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe there's somebody else you do. You know, maybe the situation with uh, – uh, you know, somebody gets hurt, or they, you know, or they want to go with a bigger body in there. You know, you know, there's, there's no, there's nothing wrong with what they're trying to do right now. It, what, what we should, what we're screaming is that you didn't do anything at the trade deadline, and we've done yeah. our share. We've done our share of screaming for that. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. We, we, we've we waited on that plenty. Uh, before we move on to uh, some of the questions about the offensive line heading into this game and some interesting things they had to say about Tyron Smith uh, yeah. that Mike McCarthy had said yesterday, um, the Martavis Bryant thing, uh, would it be reading too much into this or, or trying to connect dots that aren't there? And we'll, I'll ask Mike McCarthy about this tomorrow uh, on 105 Through the Fan when we get a chance to talk to him. Is it? Do you think it's fair to say, hey, you've got a 31-year-old player who's been out of the league for four years, recently reinstated, given another chance here. Do you think there's anything they can learn from the reacclimation process that they went through with Alden Smith, who was in the exact same situation, yeah. and just say, hey, we can learn from, from what it was like to try and get this guy back into an NFL schedule and an NFL process and, and apply some of that to Martavis Bryant? Or do you think it's just apples and oranges? I think it's kind of apples and oranges right now to myself because what happened to Alden Smith, did he revert back to some of the problems that he'd had before? You know, that was what, you know, and, and you know, we'll see with Bryant, uh, you know, but, but when Alden Smith was here, there were some times where he was actually pretty good. You know, there was oh, early big, on. He, he had yeah, that three sack game against Seattle. There was some, there was some times where he was, you know, like, like the Alden Smith of old, but yeah, I, I, I think it's really, I think it's apples to oranges there, Bob. I really do. I, I think every one of these players that deal with these issues are different. It's, but you know, how do you support them and how do they respond to the support that you're giving them? That's the, that's how I, I think that the, the, that that it could be very much, uh, you know, something that we need to focus on. I think the Dallas Cowboys have a great support staff. I really do. I think they do things in order to help them players try to overcome any types of issues that they're dealing with and give them that support. You know, but uh, the player also has to be the one willing to, to, to take the support as well to make it all work. Uh, Mike McCarthy out at the Star this week uh, talking to reporters. The question about Tyron Smith, who, who had a rest day on Wednesday, um, the question came up about, hey, he had a dominant game against Philadelphia, really turned back the clock, looked like the Tyron Smith of old. Absolutely. Um, he he leading up to that game did not get practice in other than the Saturday walkthrough. That was the the only amount of, of work that he got leading into this one. And now Mike McCarthy has said, and this was uh, per Clarence Hill's uh, description of it, that Mike McCarthy had said that they are going to consider staggering his practice load similarly the rest of the way. Um, now, a, a lot of times I know there are coaches and teams that view it as, Hey, a lack of practice also sets you up for potential susceptibility to injuries and and things like that. And and you know, getting in those reps is important. It's hard to just step in. With Tyron Smith, it may just be a different question because the guy's seen so much football, played so much football, right. and you may just look at it as, hey, let's do anything we can to minimize the number of opportunities for him to get hurt, since we've seen so consistently how he gets hurt. Brian, what do you think about this thought process from the Cowboys that they may say, hey? It's not just Romo Wednesdays. It's potentially Tyron Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Do the walkthrough and then get out there and, and hope for the best on Sundays. Yeah, if you can guarantee me that he'll play like he did against Philadelphia every week, I'm all for this. Uh, you want to hear me go on a really big rant, Bobby, and I did it earlier today as we taped this on a Thursday on uh, the break. I, I, I think practice is important. I do. And I think it's important for a team that – struggles with what we talked about that 911 stuff where it's an emergency details. details yeah i think it's 
you know, these veteran days and all that, I get it. Having a healthy team is important. I mean, the Giants guys were amazed talking to them today uh, how healthy this Dallas Cowboys team is and, you know, and just recently had its bye. But overall, you know, McCarthy has done a good job. Yeah, they've lost some guys in practice. Unfortunately, lost a guy in practice with Diggs. You know, that's something I think that's hurting them right now. But to me, I think practice is important. No disrespect to Allen Iverson. I think practice is very important. And I think practice is important when they start to run, you know, these rub routes and pick routes and, you know, working together and trying to kind of figure out how to make the running game a little bit better. You know, how do the, like the combo blocks, how are we going to do this? Our steps right, you know. There's just so much that you're leaving the chance when you don't practice. You know, Tyron Smith has made a career really of not – practicing and playing games that yeah. he, he is he's the poster child for that you know how many times have we seen well he's got to practice tomorrow well he's got to practice the next day well he's got to you know and he didn't practice and he'll play you know but i i just think that to me anytime you're giving up practice you're you're hurt your football team and mike always talks about how much he loves practicing you know but he has all these veteran days and it's the veteran days are guys that are key players, you know. I remember Amari Cooper uh, uh, several uh, several seasons ago, probably two three seasons ago, when he wasn't on the field for the Philadelphia game in the final the final drive of the game. Yep, yep. And you kind of got the feeling it. Well, he goes, "Was a coach's decision? Was it coach's decision because you didn't practice that week? You know, could we not put you out there in those situations because you hadn't practiced? Practice is important to me." I was never. Uh, I was never uh, uh, in college. Was never a good enough player in game day. I, I, I was a. I was a deep snapper, long snapper. I practiced every day at it though. But there's other guys. I mean, you practice. You go out there and you work. And when the time comes and the attention to detail you talk about, that's what you do. You know, you're ready for that situation. And I think the Cowboys and some of the things that they've missed out, attention to detail is probably because they don't practice all the time. It is an interesting question. Again, it's a different proposition when you're talking about a guy like Tyron Smith who's seen so much football and and knows the game like he does. I'm sure that they feel He's like different. Hey, you know? He's the yeah. outlier in this because yeah. because if if you guaranteed me that he was going to play, they had they had a <laughs> they had a, a Doga ready on uh you know on the on the they were, we were talking about Top Gun today and. I made the, the, the line, I made the uh, reference to Cat 2, Catapult 2, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was Ready 5, I think, is where, you know, everybody, you know, when you like when they were, they send the mission off and we have a guy on Ready 5, you know, to, to send off in case. Adoga was on Ready 5. You yeah. Know? He, was, he was ready to go and they didn't need him. They didn't need him in the game. But if you can guarantee me that Tyron Smith is going to play like that every single week, I'll go play. Uh, I'll go play video games with him the whole time practice is on. You know, I'll do whatever, you know, whatever you want me to do. You know, if I'll, I'll go, I'll go to lunch with him. Whatever you want me to do, if that's the case. But I don't know if you know Tyron Smith's to the point now where he could walk up the ramp going to the airplane and he could get hurt. You know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, back, it's just it, sleep it can the be wrong way. Yeah. yeah, sat on a plane for two hours, back tightened up. I mean, that's where no, he's at in his career. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they play it. Hopefully you get more games like that from Tyron Smith if, in the future. If it's him and they do that, I understand. The others, I think there's ways around this without having to sacrifice practice time. 
Yeah, we're talking that, about we're talking about a very unique injury situation. Like yeah. the only guys you would probably consider this type of thing for would be a Tyron Smith or back in the day Sean Lee, where they tried to yeah. avoid Lee getting hurt um, yeah. because it just you were trying to minimize the number of opportunities. Anytime they to, bump it, anytime they bump into people, there's a potential for damage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.